Welcome to Gut Incidents. Hey, AJ. Hey, Dr. Rod. Good to be here. Good. I'm glad you're here. Well, thank you. It's always a joy. I look forward to it. You know, I was thinking on my way in today, I get to leave on a plane here shortly. And I was like, I wonder if I will get to have one of those plane dream experiences that Dr. Rod had recently. <laughs> oh, our listeners know exactly what we're talking about if you tuned into a couple episodes ago. Right. Yes. Yeah. So these things happen not planned, but these gut incidences come upon us at times. And I had, we're going to have a guest. We have a guest, right? We do have a guest today. So Joy is with us. Hello, Joy. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. And she's going to be talking about something that happened in her life and... On a plane? Contributing. I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) We let them, yeah. We kind of keep it It doesn't always have to be on a plane. (laughs) People think maybe we've planned this all out and everything, but, you know, it's pretty much just a conversation. We don't. God plans it. Yeah. We let God have that. So that we win. A, yeah. So we had a good, I mean, we've had these really good guests. And the thing that I find out as we do it is that each time it seems like there's something that sinks and then it works really well. And we kind of go away going, well, that was fun. Yeah. Today, it was a feel good moment. This, this week I had one. I had to just share with you. I was, so sometimes when I'm driving to work, cause I work at a church yet part-time. As pastor, and sometimes when I'm driving, I will just kind of be thinking, "Okay, God, like, uh, what should I be thinking about, or what's going on?" You know, I yeah. don't, I don't pre-plan my whole trip. Like, I don't set it, I don't schedule it up. And so I was on the trip this week, and this person came to mind, and I thought, "Hmm, I haven't talked to her for quite a while." Sure. So I gave her a call, and of course, I have you know, listeners, I don't have my little everything's in the truck, so it's hands, you know. Hands-free oh, conversation. For those who are listening, yeah. he's not texting or right. putting numbers in while driving. You don't have to pull off the road and you see my pickup with the big, you know, bumper guard on it. But um, anyhow, so I called and after a few introductory, how you doing, whatever, go, oh, Pastor Rod, I'm so, so great you called. I just had gone in the ditch today and, oh. and it's really been a difficult morning. Sure. And I, so then we had this conversation about this person had gone in the ditch in the snow and then, you know, they were just so fortunate that it it wasn't worse. And then there was a good Sam right behind them who pulled up with a pickup and and a tow rope and said, you want me to try to tug you out? And they said, yeah. And so they pulled her right out, checked on her, you know, and then she got to work and that was interesting. I called you on this morning, you know, and that was one of those things I thought, yeah, why did I think of her? Yeah. But that's for me how the God instances work. I just I'll be thinking of someone or something, and then I, I follow that, and then there'll be something that happens because of it, which I think is pretty cool. And so yeah. I, I felt that I was glad to be a part. And then we, you know, I prayed with her because she was a little bit still shaken up. Yeah. And that was cool, and we went on our way. But yeah, uh, it's just those little things. Like you kind of need that uplifting moment in your day sometimes. As yeah. her and you going feel, in a ditch. Yeah, and you feel your life has some meaning and connection when these things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the whole, you know, metaphysical, whatever part, trans-empirical, beyond what we can see, touch, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what's exciting about exploring life, I think, on the program and through these experiences. Yeah. And so I've been thinking about that a lot. Is it just because people are predisposed to this? Like we've talked about, you like connections with people. You find this and that. I find it in nature. I don't know, maybe Joy, what's your, 
way of experiencing <laughs> yeah. these things. Maybe we'll figure it out about joy today. <laughs> yeah. I'm experiencing like the connection thing that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've had a guest who felt like connected through music. Like that was her connection to God. Hmm. Our last guest had a connection through like the physical body. Like that was his, like to see a, the makeup of a body and know that everything has to kind of come together to make mm -hmm. that human being um, who it is. Um, nature, yeah, mm -hmm. connections with people. I would say like relationally is probably a big, a big one. Cause like Rod said, there's been a lot of, or multiple times in my life, I feel like where that same thing has happened, right? Yeah. Like you think of somebody and sure. then like maybe like I'll, in my case, I would start praying for them or something Oh, and then like find out later they needed those they prayers needed at that, that moment. Yeah, something else was going so on, you know, now it's team joy and AJ because you're the first one who's connected like that with me. So, hmm. Mm -hmm. sorry, Rod. Sorry, Dr. Rod. She's mine. I'm glad. I'm glad for that. I would say, too, like, I feel like one way that I desire and delight in connecting with God is, like, through dance. And, oh. like, through just, like, moving your body in a certain way. Like, yeah. And I think that it's it's a way that my soul is able to, like, feel free and connect. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Dance is a good one. That's something that I love to I'm going to right, start taking notes because we're eventually going to have too many of these. We're going to be able to remember to just go off the cuff with them. I think you should. I, yes. feel, like, <laughs> I feel like as many people as there are. There's be, a different way for everyone. Yeah. Ways to connect with God, right? That's, that's kind of my theory I'm working with. Like how do... How does that play a role in people's lives of that connection? Like, where does it come from and how has it been influenced? I love it. So I'm amazed that you brought this up because that was, okay, I've got this little piece of paper, right? <laughs> before before I came, so this incidents right now? Yeah, right. It says, before I came on, I was writing this down, right? And I was writing down connectedness and the different ways, like meeting people, different things. And then my question was, is this just like, uh, you know, the way we're wired? So like you're wired for connections, you're wired for dance, I'm wired for nature and people connections and some other things. Or, and then my thought was, should I introduce this? Maybe like when Jesus said, ask, so you receive. Seek, so you find. Knock, so it's opened. Maybe we knock, ask, and seek in the areas we're most comfortable with. But yeah. then there's these stories of people who do all these amazing things sometimes and they're not prepared for it. You know, they, they have something happen and they, they step into a role and they have to because they're put in a need to do mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. right? Sure. And yeah. so maybe we can expand, let's say to our listeners, maybe you can expand your area of God mm -hmm. incidences where you experience spirituality, God, or whatever we're talking about, you know, the connection that aha moment, that idea. Yeah, sure. Maybe we can help them expand that if they're willing to go, okay, I'm just going to ask today or seek, and maybe it'll come through a different way mm. that I'm not used to. Mm -hmm. Sure. Which mm -hmm. is all the more fun, right? Exciting. Mm -hmm. a new, yeah. A new area opens yeah. up. So I think it's both hands. I think it's we have a giftedness for certain areas, but we also, I think, have the possibility of entering into new areas. Mm if we're willing to ask and yeah. seek and explore and be open. Which would then give us a like, fuller experience yeah, exactly. of God, right? And so then your growth as a human is never limited. Like it's constantly able to be expanded, right? Yeah. With each new person you meet, encounter, yeah. right. 
or a thing if we're really listening both to the people and then to god as right. it were or whatever speaking how we how we see that and i don't think you have to have a, a name particularly for god or a special i think in the sense of general revelation that god has hidden this in the world everywhere like it says in the bible you know it's the, it's the glory of god to hide a thing and then it's the glory of humans to seek it out so i think the whole idea of exploring life as a learner, as a creative, because think about how creative God is. We look at a butterfly or snowflakes, you know, all these things. People are just so amazing, right? And, well, at least you guys are pretty good. In, <laughs> no. But, I mean, they're, people in general are amazing, I think, even though they don't think so. Yeah. And, and so when we, we, we listen and, and look at that, I think we're seeing an image of God mm -hmm. stamped in that person. Mm -hmm. and, as you speak about this, it makes me think of... I. I have a friend who's a potter and he, um, his work, it's just amazing to me. And so I remember, so I'll bring my kids to his classes and have him teach my children. Cause I don't have any of that talent. And I just remember him showing us a video of like the process of making like a clay pot on a potter's wheel. Right. Right. And I just, I almost cried watching it. Cause I'm like, that is so beautiful. Like just the process of watching him make this creation. And so he's like, what did you think of, you know, my video? I was thinking about putting it on YouTube. I'm like, it's amazing. Like it just makes me feel for you in that process. Like it's just something very beautiful. It's godlike, right? To me and like just that creation that he's making out of this clay. But in the same sense, I'm like, I just, I don't have that talent. <laughs> I'm not artistic, but I appreciate artistic people so much. I don't know if it's because I don't have that talent to create that beauty, but the people who do are just awe-inspiring to me. I could sit and appreciate their work all day long, and I can appreciate that in the sense that that may be their connection to God, but to share that with other people and let them see that, I think that's raw and that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we all have that in us. I think there's a latent artist in each one of us. We often repress it because it doesn't fit with practicality a lot of times or what we're taught makes what we need to do to succeed or whatever. Anyhow, I think in my other life, I was a really great artist, just did not carry <laughs> on to this one. <laughs> there may be more, AJ, for you ahead. Way, you think way, so? Way more. Oh. Yeah. So anyhow, I am really curious. I'm yes. starting to get really curious about Joy's Joy. Joy. Let's get curious about share. Joy. So, Will you, you share with us a little bit about just your history with religion, God, however you want to call it? Sure. Awesome. Yeah. Um... I have a very classic uh, Christianese answer of I was raised in a Christian home with parents who taught me about Jesus and you know <laughs> told me that he loved me and and I am grateful for that. I was raised with parents who um, lived out um, what they believed mm -hmm. and like so that. Um, yeah, I was just blessed, I guess, by having a relationship with Jesus at an early age. And so my experience of um, of God and of love was, I guess, given a lot through my parents. Mm. And, you know, mm -hmm. I uh, yeah, had parents who loved me very well, me and my brothers, um, and had a, a variety of, like, church experiences in the time frame of my growing up um, with various flavors 
of like like, who is God and how does he work? Yeah. Yeah. Um, With regard to the way the Holy spirit works Mm -hmm. or that aspect of God um, or how salvation even works, you know, grew up in a couple different various um, perspectives of that, like being totally personal choice. Oh, or being um, totally based in like the act of, of baptism or, you know, and like just these different ends of the spectrum that I got to um, experience growing up with. And I got to experience that dissonance of like, well, wait, like this was my experience, but also like, how do I know and carry out? Or, or I don't know that I'm, I'm not really making sense here, but no, you are. I hear it. Yes. Yeah. How it's sort of like colliding in you and you're trying to yep. make sense of this. Right. Right. So there was a lot of like in my experience of, um, like of, of, um, I'm trying to find the, like the right words, like, um, like the aha moment or the connection where you felt like you started to, was this more yours, not sh- just your parents? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So because I grew up with like these varying aspects of how do you have a relationship with God and how are you, um, like eternally going yeah. to be with him? Um, I, struggled with doubt a lot, but then, um, there came a point when I realized like these ideas that I have don't even like, even though they're differing, like they aren't really the things that matter in terms of my relationship with God. What matters is the one who makes it possible. And that's Jesus. And so that was a shifter for me to be like, it's not about how much I believe. It's not about what has been done for me already. Like in terms of what my parents have done for me, it's like the fact that Jesus existed and that he exists. And yeah. That he, sure. Yeah. And that he was the one who made the way. Right. So anyways, sorry. I get, no, that. you're, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful concept. I, I heard you say that your parents not only brought you up, in church and a Christian home, but yet their actions spoke more volumes to you. It sounds like than the actual, like, we're not just going to preach to you, but we're going to live this Christian Mm -hmm. lifestyle Mm -hmm. and give you some form of guide to see how that works in someone's life. It's not just here on Sunday, this is where we go and this is what we talk about and you're supposed to live your life by these rules. But once we leave this door, it doesn't really matter if you incorporate that into your life, but it sounds like your parents gave you a very good example of how to bring that home and then actually live out what, what it is you're learning and, and communing on every Sunday. Yeah. And I think I was really fortunate for that because I think there are a lot of people who, you know, go to church as a, in a weekly event and it's not a part of their lives, exactly. you know, like that, sure. that yeah. God's word isn't a part of their lives or. Um, I also think it speaks volumes on your relationship and also your maturity at a young age to, to connect that. Cause sometimes I don't think people are in that state of mind as children where they can connect what they're learning here and then how it's incorporated out of their home or they don't give it that thought. But when you do consciously give it that thought, maybe that's why as you have grown and have really questioned how that looks in your life, um, 
it really meant a lot to you and had had to kind of really go through a process of mm -hmm. where this actually fits or maybe how it looks because it was true and genuine. It wasn't just, I'm going to church because that's what we've always right. done. It has to feel good and be good and actually make sense and fit where it makes sense in your life. It's not just something that has to be there because it's always been there. Right. Yeah. And I would say it wasn't until like I was 16 or 17 that it really like came to that settled point? in. Of okay. Like, oh yeah, this is real. Like, sure. Oh, this, this is worth me pursuing like god is worth mm. me pursuing and through jesus that life is worth living yeah and that was when you discovered that that was like when you're about high school in high school yeah, yeah. Okay. or and, and when i was able to to connect it that like it's not about like me saying a prayer to accept yeah like yeah this higher power into my life but it was that you know actually what God did through Jesus 2000 years ago is actually what like gives me the opportunity to know him. And yeah, so there's energy in that. I think my son, Andrew, he's a pastor too. Mm. He likes to talk about energy, like what gives you energy and he uses spiritual stuff to talk about. And I think that's a good way sometimes to think about it when you're energized or you become aware of this. Mm -hmm. It does something to your life, right? It does something to mm -hmm. your your energy, your internal mm -hmm. whatever drive. Yeah. And and then there's also this making sense of things where you feel like, oh, that is really true for me, or that like yeah. what, what my parents seem to be trying to say has come to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you say like it gives you energy, like that understanding. But you kind of have to like, like you're not energized all the time, right? Just no, normal everyday no, life. No, no, no. Right. Like, like, you do this once and then you've exactly. got. Exactly. No, no. It's a you know? regular ongoing. Yeah. Which is why I like to It's like any relationship, it's, right? Yeah, it yeah. takes work. Like if you think you need. I remember when I, before I got married, I thought, well, once I get married, that'll take care of a whole bunch of stuff. You know, like. <laughs> oh, geez. You had a lot on that oh, marriage. Yeah. <laughs> expectations. <laughs> such a dirty word. And then I realized, no, it's like the same thing. Like that didn't. <laughs> Do anything. I mean, you know, the ring, the ceremony, whatever. There's the now the true work begins. The, the daily oh. reality of living with another person. Yeah. You know, in your life, and yeah. so that. Um, How do we create that in our minds? Because as we're talking about this, I think there is this idea that somehow gets formulated that any relationship is easy, and I don't know where that comes from. Because as we grow up, it's not like being a child and that relationship with your parent is always easy. And then if you think of a relationship with a spouse, never, I mean, it's, it is, can be easy at times, but it's not easy to live that out for a lifetime. And then we think about this relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And I think the expectation is, is that it should be easy. And why is it mm -hmm. any different than any relationship we ever have where it takes work, it takes time, it takes commitment, like all these things go into it where I think a lot of us are like, well, if they, you know, it's not easy. And then I guess it's not meant to be. Right. Anything we do in our lives takes work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all things beautiful are as difficult as they are mm -hmm. rare, right? I mean, but I think it, for me, I know I don't know where you get off on your excuses, but for me, it was like Bonanza, Father Knows Best. All these shows were like they always tied a bow on it at the end, where there's there always this happy ending, this little harmony thing going sure. on always, and I'm going, I want to get there. Why can't I get there? Yeah. You know, and it's not that yeah. way. At least for me, it's not right. that way really at all. Right. 
it comes about through engagement and vulnerability and, you know, being present Mm -hmm. and aware. And for me also the connection, like you said, realizing that there's someone else there, Jesus, you know, Holy Spirit, God, depending on your, you know, that that makes it real somehow there's, there's, there's a portal through which you connect on that. Right. Yeah. Well, I would even say recently in my life, well, right, like right now, like I'm experiencing this like realization that I haven't been closely connected to capital L love. Mm -hmm. Very. Yeah. I just haven't been closely connected, closely walking, closely like experiencing what and who love is. And so like I'm having to readjust my brain and my heart to be like, wait a minute. Okay. This, this reality of who God is and how he views me and who I am. If I'm not centered in that, it's affecting the way that I'm living out in my relationships with other people. And it's affecting the way that I'm like giving lowercase L love to other people or not (laughs) doing that, you know, like the way that I'm able to carry myself is affected by my relationship with Mm -hmm. love as the noun. Yeah. Oh, that's really good because that to me, well, I thought of right away of Johnny Cash was thinking that, well, we could talk about God incidences as a way of letting this someone of the universe love us, Mm. like letting yourself be loved. Cause in Mm -hmm. Desperado, this song by Johnny Cash, which I like, hmm. says, des- you know, it's, he sings about Desperado. And then he says, you better let somebody love you before it's too late. You know, it's, it's all about this idea. I think we often are running from love. We're, we're, we're afraid of it because it exposes our vulnerability and it makes us engage and it forces mm-hmm. us to be present. But mm-hmm. also, I think it forces us to depend on this bigger L love that you're talking about. Because yeah. if you're really going to love someone, I think... There has to be this sacrificial at the center of it, this thing that is powerful. Sure. That creates much more energy and love when you see someone truly loving you, not not for what they can get out of it, not the functionality, not like, okay, I want I want to be loved and married because I want peace and I want everything to be hunky dory in my life, you know. But when it's it's altruistic, like it's giving love, it's sacrificial love, it's mm-hmm. powerful when you see someone Sometimes it's grandmas that show us that. Yeah. They love us. Yeah. (laughs) They love us that way. They're so great. I love grandmas. (laughs) I think we end up that. I just love grandma. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a grandpa. And you're a grandpa. (laughs) I think that's a beautiful thought. I wonder sometimes if we, as we've talked about how we relation to God, because I'm a, a person. I connect with others. I think that's how I view God and, and connect with God is that what I love about my relationship and my marriage are the times that we can be vulnerable. And I think, as you say, a lot of people run away from that. I, I run towards it. Like I, I love that I have this one person who I really want to be vulnerable with and who can see me at my worst and talk through things that are more difficult. But I think that's what keeps me engaged in that relationship is that I found that one person who I want to do that with and no one else. And I think that's what Mm -hmm. is, is if we talk about 
what love is or how that relation is like when you pull towards that vulnerability because you realize what that brings to that relationship mm-hmm. the ugly the great whatever it may be mm. my husband probably gets annoyed with it because i'm like <laughs> i don't want there to be any barriers like you get to see it all and he's like you know you could just like let me enjoy not knowing everything about you. And I'm like, no, I think you need to. <laughs> but to me, the that's, dark that's love. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, and it's just, there's, it's humanality, right? We're all, there's great and there's not so great. And I, for someone who likes to have a perception for most people that I there's this is the great like professional world whatever you put your best foot forward with Mm, him mm. I get to allow him to see that and that's been hard as our relationship has grown and developed of like you're the only person I let see this Mm. and so it's really important Mm. that when I show this to you you accept it Mm. and you love it and you you take that all in and that's I think the part of uh, a relationship as we get to that point of I think the fear is you get there and that person doesn't accept it right right yeah that's it that's the risk yeah and the reward right exactly Mm. but then you have that other side of it where if you have that relationship with God is there that fear that he won't accept that Mm. right and I I don't know I guess for me it was like well you created this good, bad, ugly, all like, right. Like I I'm going to try to live my best life, but you're going to love me even at my worst. Yeah. Yeah. And if life has this integrity, cohesiveness, connectiveness, like I think I, you're saying that if, if the capital L love, if you get that right and you're engaging it, mm-hmm. then the little L loves happen the way they're mm-hmm. supposed to. But if you're always looking for the capital L in the little L, mm. yeah, you're never going to mm-hmm. find it. You're never going to be satisfied. Because you're not meant to. You're meant to ultimately love the greatest lover, which is God, God's spirit. You know, as we've talked about this, that that is really why we're here. And these other things are all connected to it. Mm -hmm. Like that's the spoke, that's the center. And all these other things are spokes of the wheel. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've discovered too, is that when that's in the right place, everything else seems to Mm -hmm. start either sort, sift, and even sorrow and struggle mm. become comprehensible mm. in that world. Otherwise, mm. it's chaotic. Sure. Yeah. Because you're just trying to meet some kind of need. You're trying to... You're always trying to meet a need. Always. That's not yeah. going to be met. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. I feel like we live in... Just as people, if we have some form of vulnerability, whether it's being uncomfortable with something or whatever that may be that comes out in our relationships, right? It, it's a poison in relationships. Mm-hmm. If you're not confident in yourself and in your relation with God or just who you are as a person, that's constantly poisoning the relationships you have with others. And we see it all the time. And it's so interesting to me is that once you accept that you can accept when you're struggling with other people that it's not, their indifference with you that comes to the table, it's their indifference with themselves. And it says so much about someone else when they bring that into a relationship of like, you're not fighting with me because of me right now. Your struggle is with yourself, Mm -hmm. but being able to accept that and help work through it. I think it, 
it's so interesting in relationships how those dynamics come out. Um, but if you're not coming from a good place where you have that capital L love with God, I think sometimes when those things come to the table, they can that poison can be really ill for everybody involved. Like people use it to manipulate people or use it to really harm someone. Yeah, I agree. That was a good tangent. I like it. (laughs) I think you nailed it, AJ. Oh. Dr. AJ. Uh, Don't give me a doctor. No degree here. Um, So, Joy, do you have a God incidence that you can share with us? Um, Well, yeah, there's one that I recently happened um, that I was thinking about as I I was on my way over. I thought, hmm, what could I share? Um, It just involved um, meeting somebody um, who was definitely a traveler. Sure. That was her lifestyle was a traveler, um, was on my way home from, um, from school one day and, um, in a little town, there was a, you know, just a woman with a big old suitcase sitting there. (laughs) And, um, I just stopped and talked with her and I felt comfortable doing that. And sometimes I work, right away after my my job again so i have two jobs and that day i didn't so that was a a a really good time to be i wasn't stressed about like you know i wouldn't have stopped if i would have like you had had somewhere to be right so anyways i um i got to stop and talk with this woman and i said i'm not comfortable giving you a ride but is there anything you need or like is there anything you know whatever and she ended up actually giving me this like these prayers that she had written out kind Mm. of and couldn't really tell like what her experience or Mm -hmm. relationship with God was. But, um, anyways, it was a way that we connected and, um, and then, so I just, you know, said farewell and, and blessings to her. And, um, because I wasn't able to, you know, take her into the next town or whatever. But, um, then the next day I was driving through town at like, 11 o'clock p.m. and it's you know it's the place that she wanted to go so she got to this new other town like the town where i live and i saw her again and i was like oh <laughs> you made it hey you made it like how's it going you know yeah. this was like a zero degree night like oh jeez but she was all bundled up you know she had like yeah. but anyways like i felt like that was kind of a god incidence of like i like i had and maybe it's not i don't know Maybe it's just a coincidence. I don't think so. But I think it's beautiful but, that you stopped to talk to her and then you recognized her the next well, day when she made it there. Right. Like, that's so kind. And every once in a while I see, think, like, sometimes I get, like, super paranoid about this. But I think, like, um, oh, you need to, like, go this route instead of going this route. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes I think that, okay, that's just my anxiousness and my fear and sometimes it is <laughs> like sometimes it's like it's like fear controlling me but sometimes it's definitely i think the higher power like directing me towards the right way yeah, right yeah. because like if i wouldn't have left this other location when i did this woman would have been on the other like on a different side of town you sure know? like not on my route i don't know anyways we were able to meet some of her needs and i thought that was kind of a yeah, and like it took a, us a bit know. of courage to stop. I mean, you know, to engage that. Yeah. A lot of people won't do that. But that's. Jesus told us to. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> there the, you that's go. The, that's the edge factor. If you go over that edge, you know, it's the risk and the reward. 
in being vulnerable, right? Yes. It's the whole bigger picture of that is a whole vulnerability because I think many of us encounter that on a regular basis where you just drive by and you don't make eye contact, but to stop what, and it's to stop not like, I'm, I don't have anything to give to you. I'm just yeah. giving conversation. Right. And she exchanges prayers with you and then you get to do that again the next day. And it's yeah. like, it's not that you physically gave her ride or food or money or anything like that. You connected with her as a human being like that. I think is the beauty of it is mm-hmm. you saw the humanity there mm-hmm. where many of us don't. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, yeah, I think that's why I had the kind of a revelation one time of like, Jesus told his disciples when he sent them out, like, don't take a money bag, don't take an extra cloak, just take yourself Mm -hmm. and the message. Mm -hmm. And I realized one day when somebody had been like asking me for money, I was like, that's why, like, I need to not have money so that what I can give is the story. And, yeah. and not like yeah. you know the thing that can bring real life, right, right. right? Like there's, and I don't, I don't mean to say that there, you know, there's, there's meeting needs and things like that. That is really appropriate, but like I can see why, like sometimes you just don't need anything. You just need the story that you have in the relation, the love, the capital L love that yeah. you get to share with somebody else, right? Yeah, and that's like what our yeah. souls need. Yeah, and Francis of Assisi had this thing about it. You know, it's in. It's in forgiving that we're forgiven, you know. It's in giving that we mm-hmm. receive, you know. It's in dying we find life. I, I mean, I in your story, there was this, like, this switch. Like, you went, I went to see if she needed anything, and then I got prayers and, oh, yeah. you know, all this other stuff, which is so typical, I think, of how God instances work. Right. That, that they bring us to this other level of awareness. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this is not what I thought it would be, but it's better. Right. You know, it gets it yeah. gets me into the, another person's life, and then yeah. they they bless me, even though I didn't think it was like when I told that story about my wadi in Africa. That yes, you know, I love that story. She was just really <laughs> had nothing to give me. I thought I was all there to help her. You know, I know help help, help. and then it turns out she gives me all this blessing. She was life. your connection to that community. Yeah. She ended up yeah. And it's just so those things. See, that's where I think that God comes in because God brings things together, unifies, draws mm-hmm. in. This mm-hmm. amazing magnetism yeah. of people. Yeah, I love it. That's a great story. Thank well, you. Well, and I think that there are, yeah, you bet. I think there are like the little incidences oh, that yeah. we have. Yeah. Then I think like really, if you look at all of life, like you can see the way that all of the. I think I remember hearing you, AJ, say on the on the the first podcast about like there are so many different elements that have to line up in order for this one thing to happen. Right. Yes. You know, yeah. and that's all over in life. Right. You know, yeah. that's I, maybe that's where it comes from of like, oh, it's not who you know or what you know, but who you, who know, you know, like, yeah. you know, for getting a job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think that yeah. has to do with that connection. Definitely. Part. Yeah. I love it. I feel beautiful. good about this. I love I'm it too. I'm all excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Joy. Joy. Thanks good. for Aww. letting me share my Perfect. little stories. I love it. <laughs> and thank you, Dr. Rod. What for? You shared stories and your list. You had a list in your pocket today. It connected. I'm happy about that. Because I, I actually get nervous before we go on. I'm thinking, and then each time. Do you really? Yeah. I mean, each time it seems to work out really good. And yeah. Oh, I love that you bring the nervous en- on my whole way in. I'm just like a um, clearing my mind to be present. Because it's not like I think that's what we come here. It's your story, Joy. Like it's. We want to showcase you in that relationship. And so I'm like, 
I, as much as I love the center attention, I had toned myself down and let <laughs> let the other people share. <laughs> Would you ever like redo a conversation? Uh-uh. You know, if it was like, oh, this really didn't work. No. Well, each day though was different. Like, yeah. I think they'd turn out different on different days. Sure. Yeah, and I, so I think we could have people back and. Yes, I think we'll eventually ask people to come back, but I'm big. Yeah, I'm big on like the genuine conversation. That's Mm -hmm. that's what I, I think that's why I love connecting with people is because when you can have a genuine conversation and someone shares that side of themselves, to me it's beautiful and it's so meaningful. And so I don't want it to feel scripted or that we're not giving the right answer because whatever answer you give in that moment, this is Rod and I have Dr. Rod and I have talked about this is that. There might be that one person out there that needs to hear that mm-hmm. in that format. Mm-hmm. And so let's just let that message go out there and mm-hmm. hopefully connect with that person or help it do its role because I don't think God's love is planned and rehearsed. No, like it's just there. Listeners, if you have responses, whatever, we're encouraged by that. If you want to share things or yes. we, we read something on the program that a listener shared. So we encourage you to let us know. And even in the future, if you want to be on or something, let us know. We're going to get the call-in thing eventually figured out, so we can probably do some of that. Yes. Right. Share your story. Thank on you for home. Yeah. Thank you, listener out there. Thank you, Joy. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. God bless. All right. Have a nice vacation, AJ. We'll see you in a little while. Yes. Back from the south soon enough. Don't skip past the moments of your life. If you have a story to share, please email us at godincidents.podcast at gmail.com. That's G-O-D-I-N-C-I-D-E-N-C-E dot podcast at gmail.com. Thanks.